very happy this afternoon to be here with Bob Moog. It's not Moog anymore, is it? It's, it's Moog. It's been, it's been Moog all along, as far as I'm concerned. In uh, English-speaking countries, it tends to be Moog. My great-grandfather came from Marburg, Germany. There it's Moog. So I, when I tell people that, uh, sometimes they change how they pronounce it. Bob, or should I call you Dr. Robert Moog? No, Bob is much better. <laughs> We're at the Sonar Festival. Do you feel surprised to be at this festival today? Oh, I'm not surprised. I've, I've been at uh, many festivals in my life. I think the biggest one I w was ever at was the US Festival in the San Bernardino Mountains in the desert of California. And there were about a quarter of a million people there. Uh, now, I didn't talk to all quarter of a million. I, my audience was much smaller, but it was an amazing experience uh, uh, to be uh, out on a field uh, with the, with the sun beating down on you, along with a quarter of a million other people. That sounds quite extreme. Well, this festival is very civilized in a way because it's not outside in a field. It's in a, it's in a museum complex, yeah. a museum of modern art. Um, is that a new for you? Is that a new experience to be in a festival that takes part in a museum? <laughs> I've been in festivals that have taken part in everything. I, I'm thinking now uh, of uh, 1970. Uh, my company uh, put on a little concert in the garden of the Museum of Modern Art in New York City, and there were 4,000 people at that. Uh, that's, that's when the idea of live performance on uh, a Moog synthesizer was so new that uh, people just had to come out and see for themselves what it was all about. So in a way, this festival is, is kind of reflecting that kind of feeling. So it's an electronic music festival that takes place in the museum. And obviously you're at the forefront of the 60s uh, technology revolution in a way. Yeah, it's funny you should say 60s technology. Uh, I, I began in the 60s. I've been working ever since. So when I think of, of the technology that I do, I think of it as the most recent thing because I'm still designing stuff. Of course. So you're here today taking part in the debate because obviously the festival is not just about music, there's also an art aspect and a conference part to the festival. So could you tell us a little bit about what you'll be doing this afternoon? I'll be uh, giving people an idea of what my career has been like for the last 50 years. Uh, this is the 50th year anniversary of Moog Music as a manufacturer of electronic musical instruments. And we've gone through so many stages that I, I need more than the fingers of two hands to count them all. And I think it's interesting uh, for people to, to hear how things have evolved from our point of view. Uh, I expect to be talking more about the Mini Moog Voyager, which is our flagship product, and it's, uh, it's the latest uh, keyboard synthesizer that Moog Music made, and uh, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the main direction that we're going in. The, uh, the new EtherWave Pro Theremin that we're making, of course, uh, is the latest theremin uh, we're designing. Uh, that's a different sort of an instrument than a synthesizer, but the two of them together constitute an important uh, components in our product line. Thinking about your life, I, I know that you've had a few problems. There was a company in Wales that took your name and you spent many years battling to, to get that back. Could you let us know what happened and how that's been resolved? Well, it hasn't been resolved. Uh, and in fact, the battle, uh, battle really hasn't begun. Uh, we, we hope that it'll be resolved without a battle. People frequently don't understand what a trademark represents. 
back in the 1970s and 80s, the Moog Music Trademark represented my company. That, that company stopped building electronic musical instruments. And the name was considered abandoned. Anybody who wanted to could reapply for the re-registration of it. Uh, and many people around the world did. Right now, my company owns the registration for the Moog Music Trademark everywhere in the world except in, in Wales and the United Kingdom. But uh, only after I had left the company to, to do my own thing for a while again. In 1994, I, uh, I began a, a company, a small company called Big Briar. And uh, one thing I was able to do while running Big Briar was to get the right to use uh, the Moog music name back. And, and, and that's what I'm doing. Now, how it is that uh, you know a person in, in Wales can also have the right to use that name? Uh, that's that's a difficult legal issue, uh, and, uh, and since it's not in line with how people understand the name, it's something that we expect to be resolved in our favour in the near future. So, in Britain at the moment, what if people are buying MOOCs, What what name do you trade under? Uh, under my signature, Bob Moog. It, it, it will say Bob Moog and have my signature on it. And uh, that's the only difference between a mini Moog Voyager sold in London and one sold anywhere else in the world. Okay, so thinking about Barcelona and the Sonar Festival, how are you enjoying your stay in Barcelona? Have you been to see any of the sites or museums? We've, we've seen a, a few of the Gaudi structures and the uh, uh, this morning we saw the, the Gaudi uh, Park well. Uh, it's, it's just unbelievable, uh, the imagination and the creativity this one architect had and how it shaped modern architecture in general, but more specifically uh, the whole feeling of Barcelona in particular. It's, uh, it's just overwhelming uh, you know, to think that all this is, is comes, come, came out of the head of one architect, one man. It is a beautiful setting, isn't it, for such a festival? Yeah. Well, you're also making a mix for us, a special mix for the Lounge of Pleasure, where I've asked you to put together your favorite music using the Moog synthesizer. Could you tell me a bit about the choices you've made for your Moog mix? Uh, they're just things that, that come to mind that I've remembered over the years as, as being high quality or, or musically uh, musically significant to me in, in one way or another. Some of the music uh, is, is rock and roll, some of it is j more jazz oriented, some of, some of it uh, is very experimental, uh, but it's, it's, all, uh, it's all stuff that in one way or another, in my mind, has contributed to, to the evolution of, of uh, electronic music and music technology in our popular culture. And which track would you say is your most favorite ever Moog track? I'm sure you get asked this a lot, but please tell us. I get asked it a lot, and I always give the same answer. I, I can't say. It, it's like asking which is your favorite child. Uh, all, all, these, uh, all these tracks using our instruments are appealing in one way or another. Uh, they all, uh, you know, they are, they're all creative. They're all listenable. Uh, I, I'd be... It's impossible for me to, to pick one out and say that's my favorite. I did notice that you had chosen Jean-Jacques Perret on your list. Yeah. 
uh, your top 10 list. Yeah. Um, are you good friends with Jean-Jacques? Uh, yes, I am. In fact, uh, you know, r right before uh, we saw each other in, in London, uh, Jean-Jacques and I toured together in Scotland at the Triptych uh, Music Festival. We appeared in three different cities. That was fun, uh, the two of us together uh, uh, putting on a little presentation about what, uh, what it was like back in the 60s to put uh, music together on tape with synthesizers. Do you miss those days? With John, he worked with tape, and in a way, that was where he made his most creative music. So do you feel like that was a golden era for you too, in terms of technology and creating uh, different ways of making sounds? It was a very productive period for us. And uh, we went from, from serving experimental musicians in universities who were by and large not known by the public to, to being in the, in the mainstream of our popular culture. Uh, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I'm, uh, I miss that or that I'm sentimental about it. Uh, I, I, uh, for me, uh, designing instruments for musicians and building them has always been a process of, 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 of advancing. And I feel the same way today about the instruments that my company uh, and I are, are building as I did back in the 60s. Uh, and I expect that, you know, that when I look back, if I'm able to, uh, 10 or 20 years from now, I'll have uh, just as much, uh, just as many fond memories of the first decade of the 21st century as I have of the 60s and 70s. And thinking about the, the new technology that you're using at the moment, what's exciting you the most? I think what's exciting me the most is, is that a whole new generation of, of musicians is discovering the musical resources of what my company builds. And uh, you know, these, these musicians are producing a, a kind of music uh, that's completely new that was unthinkable back in the 1960s, just as rock and roll was unthinkable back in the 40s and 50s when, when I was growing up. What are your plans for the rest of the year? What are you up to after the Sonar Festival? Well, I have to get back and uh, do some more design work. Uh, this is, a, as I said, this is a, our 50th anniversary, so there have been a lot of opportunities for me to, to get out and do a little PR, talk about uh, Moog music about so you can't I can't do two things at once I can't be out talking and, and uh, back at my desk designing so I've done the talking now it's time for me to get back and uh, start working on some new instruments I'm sure it makes you feel very happy though to come out and be so well received for me the the, the most rewarding thing about my work is not the the technological the designs uh, that I get to do or uh, you know the fact that I, my company is, is, is making all these instruments but it's my connection with with musicians today it's been that way for the last 40 or 50 years uh, it's always been different and it, you know it, it's a very human thing uh, sometimes it's it, it's emotional you know uh, but it's for me it it's what makes my life and my career so interesting and so worthwhile. Is there any message you'd like to send to the listeners of Resonance FM, many of which are musicians and probably absolutely adore using your synthesizers? 
Do you have any particular message you'd like to pass on to them? Sure. Practice. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank you very much for speaking to me. Thank you.